This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host and captain, Garrett Morlang, and here in the virtual studio with me is the one nerd dad, Zetch Keenan. Hey, oh, I'm back. How's Took it a going? Hiatus. A little, little break there. Yeah, it's it's been a weird few weeks. You, you mentioned it earlier, like we have not all been together on a show in a long time. It's like we're playing a podcast musical chairs. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Like a round robin tournament to see who who wins, who makes it out the other side. Three go yeah. in, one comes out. <laughs> Garrett just does his podcast by himself. Just, well, cool. Uh, this is a super gamer boy. Uh, welcome. Um, this is going to be real boring, so strap in because it's just me talking the news and no no jokes from JJ, no smart stuff from from Zetch. So uh, sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, well, how have you been doing? Dude, it's been busy, man. Work yeah. has been just crazy. Yeah. A lot of late nights, <laughs> a lot of a lot of shenanigans. Mm-hmm. It's just been first the whole COVID thing. So I don't know if our listeners know, but I work in I work for a major grocery retailer. Um, and my job there is to do social media i'm like their social media manager and uh so a lot of my job is monitoring a lot of uh, location pages and comments and so in this case now with all the curfews and riots and it's just been it's just been oh my gosh so many things so many so many things it's a lot of things changing everywhere all at once and you have to like keep track of all that so yeah Yeah. that's crazy yeah so it's that's been uh that's been that's been my life i mean i haven't really had a chance to actually play any games except for like some beat saber Hmm. and then i fired up mafia 3 okay a few weeks ago that was like a free game on ps plus like uh, a while back right like i feel like i got that game for free i never even installed it i don't think but yeah, we'll uh-huh. talk about it and what you plan. I put enough hours in it in the past to kind of really kind of give it more of a solid critique, but we'll talk about that and what you plan. But yeah, man, been crazy, crazy times, yeah. living in crazy days. Yeah, no, I, I'm right there with you. Like work has been so well. Yeah, like I have like two and a half jobs at the moment. It's like kind of, kind of crazy for me. And for me, it's obviously for a different reason. But man, yeah, just working so many hours like i just want to go home and nap and play video games it's been so hard to find time to do any of that because it's like you get home and it's like oh i got a kid okay cool (laughs) i gotta take care of you you have like what three kids it's like it just never ends you know it's really sad i probably shouldn't say this on a gaming podcast but i have been so tired i don't even want to play games (laughs) honestly i i'm in a similar boat yeah I, i totally sounds crazy i i know exactly how you what you mean by that because yeah. even like i think saturday i did have like a couple hours all shit nep shat nep 
Shep. What Shep did nap. you just say? Nap. <laughs> I mixed the word. Uh, I can't even speak right. Shep napped uh, for just a couple hours on uh, Saturday. And uh, I like sat in here in my office, like looking at the screen. I fired up my PlayStation. I was just like, no. <laughs> I like bladed through a few screens. I'm like, no. I like turned on my Switch. I don't know about that. No, no. And then that's when we finally, I, I, I was like, it's 40 bucks. I'm like, I'm going to get that Clubhouse game thing on Switch. And Trudy and I played some games. I'll talk about that later and what you've been playing. But like, basically, I could only, my mind can only handle anything. Like, it can't have a story. There can't be anything like that makes you think at all. Like, I just want to be able to like right. play, you know, I think we were playing, uh, we played some Moncala and played like Blackjack. But like, I obviously wasn't super thinking hard. I'm just like, yeah, hit me, whatever. It's fake money. Bet out all the money. It's just like, <laughs> hit me one more time. Yeah. So that's that's how my brain's been too, this mush. But yeah, uh, yeah well, let's uh, get into uh, a little further in the show here. Uh, oh, yeah. By the way, JJ won't be joining us today. Uh, he had uh, some uh, other stuff come up. So yeah, uh, hopefully everything is good on his end. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, we it's fine. We we don't really need him. We can be funny without him. We can have fun and be cool and uh, be a good video game podcast without him. I'm pretty sure. He'll just be a little tougher. You ever notice that Batman and JJ are never in the same room at the same time? Oh man, I'm just pointing it out. I, mean, I think I think JJ might be a Cape Crusader. I mean, he might be. I there's nothing. With everything going. With everything going on. Yeah, there's nothing better to do, right? (laughs) I mean, it's kind of his prime time. This is it. It's just starting to get dark outside. He's jumping in the Batmobile, going to town. In the JJ Mobile? (laughs) The JJ Mobile. (laughs) Oh, man. It just looks like his pest control van. That's all it is. (laughs) It runs on methane. (laughs) (laughs) A van with a bunch of bugs on the side. That's all it is. Um, but, uh, yeah, well, let's, uh, uh, shout out some, uh, Patreon supporters here who support us over at patreon.com slash super gamer boys. Uh, we have our Patreon producer, Adrian Holmes, uh, who is awesome. Uh, yeah, he, he gave us all those recommendations to check out last week. Some of those cool content creators out there. Um, and, uh, also our Patreon sponsors, Bill Bird, Julie Bates, Dustin Long, and Brent Fox. Uh, thank you guys so, so much for your support. Uh, very much appreciated. Um, it's helping this month with uh, getting JJ The Last of Us Part 2. So in the next month, it'll probably get Zetch, uh, probably Sekiro, right? You were wanting to get, you were thinking about Sekiro, or were you thinking about doing Paper Mario? Paper Mario. Okay. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a tight, it's a, it's a tight one. But I'm probably gonna have to go with Paper Mario just because, okay. man, I know I'm not gonna be disappointed with Paper Mario, and I know I'll be able to have the time to play that. <laughs> yeah, right. I know that's the other thing with Sekiro. I'm like, Ghost uh, of Tsushima. That's what it is. Ghost of Sekiro was last year. Ghost of Sh- uh, Tsushima is one come out this year. Man, see, that's, that's that's my brain. That's my brain. It's totally fried. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Ghost of Tsushima is the one that's come out next month. But uh, it like I like the aesthetic of it. Just like. I don't know. It just looks like such a cool like setting, gorgeous setting. Like the combat looks cool. But as Derek pointed out in a previous episode that I wasn't on, um, he's like, if I can't play Red Dead Redemption 2, how dare I say I'd want to play (laughs) Ghost of Tsushima? I'm like, no, you you got you you nailed me right there. You got it spot on, like 100 percent. But it doesn't mean I can't like drool over like the beautiful scenery and like the combat looks so cool and that type of stuff. Like that's 
I don't know. I wish I could just play. Maybe I'll just play like five hours of it and be like, okay, that's cool. <laughs> like yeah. when it's used in six months or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I bet if you wait, if you hold off till Christmas time, that game will go on sale for like 50% off and you can just pick it up then. Yeah, yeah. That's probably what I'm going to end up doing. One thing I've learned during the last couple of weeks of not playing any games is that I have a, I have way too, I have so many games. <laughs> I know, so. the, the backlog is is real. Like you go through my PlayStation Plus free games that I've gotten the last like five years I've had PlayStation Plus. It's like, I have a lot of games, like a lot of good games I could play. <laughs> yeah. And I just don't have time, so yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about our Patreon a little bit later in the show. But uh, before we get into the news as well, I just want to, Shout out our Discord, uh, supergamerboys.com slash Discord. Um, it's been a little quiet lately, but I think it's just because everyone's going through some tough, stressful times. A lot of, everyone's busy with either work or doing stuff at home with their families, like whatever the situation is. But um, yeah, if you're interested, if like connecting with the community more, uh, checking some stuff out, go to uh, supergamerboys.com slash Discord. Um, and uh, they can... Uh, uh, Go join the conversations over there, and uh, yeah, then uh, uh, maybe maybe someone out there can can get the conversation rolling because it has been quiet. Although Kajoma, he's always good in there. He started some discussion the other day about last week's episode, and I responded. I saw Adrian responded in there, um, but uh, yeah, it's been. I know yeah. it's been busy for a lot of people. <laughs> you sent. You see that thing? You sent me a thing on Twitter. Um, it's like a Half Life oh, Alex yeah. mod. I swear, if that thing comes out and actually measures up to what the original Silent Hill, so basically the mod was, was a PT. That, uh, someone, yeah, someone recreated Silent Hill PT in Half Life Alex, like straight from the ground up. Um, so if it actually <laughs> ends up being like the actual PT, I will probably, I'll probably have to get it, but I don't know if I'll finish it before trying to, you know. I think I commented at that. I think I commented. I was like, "Nope, too scary." Like this is like my the immediate response. Like, "Nope, not not even gonna try it." Nope, I'm good. Well, because <laughs> and if I remember right, isn't there like no jump scares in the original PT? It just gets creepier and creepier and creepier. It gets creepier. Cre no, there there's a couple jump scares later on. It it, it 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 for a while it just keeps getting creepier and creepier and creepier. But if I remember right, there's like kind of two or three kind of moments where it's just like it really gets you. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just I all I really know about is the YouTube short that I watched. Mm, okay. Which was really creepy. But yeah. That's that's all I know. But uh cool. I think it's time we get into the nerdy nudes. I'm not saying it. Let's do it. <laughs> let's get into them. Let's get into those nerd <laughs> that nerdy news. Let's get into those nudes. Uh so the first one uh on the docket here is uh <laughs> it's something it almost looked like a joke at first, honestly. When I first saw the tweet, I'm like, that can't be real, right? Like, this has to be made up. Because uh, uh, even even the video they made, a little commercial teaser that they they designed, uh, <laughs> it's just like, that doesn't seem possible. But it, the story is Sega's Game Gear Micro is four $50 consoles with four games each. Uh, <laughs> this is by Sam Byford over at The Verge. So Sega has now revealed full details of its just announced Game Gear Micro portable console, or should I say consoles. Turns out that the four color variants are different systems each with four different games preloaded. No doubt in an attempt to drive collectors to buy them all or because they're just completely greedy and money hungry over there. That's my editorializing. Um, 
the black model comes with Sonic the Hedgehog, Poyo Poyo 2, Outrun, Royal Stone. Uh, the blue variant includes Sonic Chaos, Gunstar Heroes, Sylvan Tail, Baku Baku Animal. The yellow Game Gear Micro has Shining Force Gaiden, Ensei, Joshin no Kunihi, hey, uh, Shining Force, the Sword of Hajia, Shining Force Guide in Final Conflict, and no man, Nazupoyo Aruru no Ru. <laughs> and the red version is preloaded with Revelations, the Demon Slayer, Megami Tensei Guide in the Last Bible Special, the GG Shinobi, and Columns. Now, this is where things get wild. Not only did they are you char- they charging you forty dollars a piece for these suckers, but the hardware 50, itself fifty dollars. Right, fifty dollars a piece. Craziness. Uh, the hardware itself is eighty millimeters by forty three millimeters by twenty millimeters, and it has a one point one five inch display on it. So <laughs> the display is literally like one point. It's one and a half inches. Not even. One and a half would be 1.5. This is 1.1. It's barely over an inch. It's 1.15? 1.15 inch display. What? Ah. <laughs> There's a single mono speaker. <laughs> There's a single mono. <laughs> yeah, right? This is bizarre. How about I just get a ROM and put it on my phone? <laughs> I mean, your phone has a, depending on what phone you have, like a six inch screen on it. So oh my I mean, it's like six times bigger than this thing. Uh, there's a single mono speaker and a headphone jack. It charges over USB, but it can also run off two AAA batteries if you're feeling real nostalgic. Uh, again, that was my editorializing with the nostalgic part because no one wants to use AAA batteries. Um, and there's a special deal. If you're willing to drop 27,255 yen or 250 bucks um, on a pack of all four consoles, uh, Sega... Wait a second. So you can either buy four of them for okay. 200 for 200 or you can buy four of them for 250 together for 250 and you get a free big window magnifying glass which isn't free it actually costs 50 dollars it costs 50 dollars <laughs> so yeah so the sega is including a mini version of its big window magnifying glass accessory which uh, doesn't say how far it expands the display but it looks like it goes from about 1.15 inches to maybe about one and a half inches maybe two See? if we're lucky this is why Sega shouldn't make consoles. This is why they can't make consoles. They don't know what they're doing. They need, who who okayed this? <laughs> I don't know. It's bizarre. And I, so the video I was speaking of that I saw on Twitter originally, it shows like a big, because the Game Gear originally was known for being like massive. Like it was huge. It was huge. And so like in the video, it shows him holding a huge one. And then all of a sudden it goes, whoom, it shrinks and it shows it in his hand. And it's just like this little tiny rectangle. <laughs> like too much, too and much. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> it can't really be that big, right? And then I saw, read the measurements. I'm like, oh yeah, it's that big. It's like barely fits in the palm of this dude's hand. I'm like, I don't understand that. How does that Man. work? <laughs> so that's what we're getting. Uh, if you're really interested, I guess. Uh, doesn't say. Let's see. Game Gear Micro consoles are available to pre-order now in Japan for four thousand nine hundred eighty yen, fifty dollars a piece individually, and will ship on October sixth. No word yet on a Western release. So at this point, it's just in Japan. So it's just um, Japan, right? But you know, like all those people, all all the big Sega fans in uh, in America are going to be getting their hands on these things. Um, uh, if, it, if, they, if they come, if they ship on October 6th, probably take about a week, week and a half to get to the U.S. So if someone wants to get one for me for my birthday, birthday's the 16th. Perfect. Cool. Is that what uh, you really want, Garrett? Is that what no, you really I want? I don't. I don't want any of this. 
Which I don't, color do you I, don't want? I don't even recognize any of the game. The only game I recognize is Sonic the Hedgehog and Poyo Poyo 2. But the other uh four, See, 14 I, 14 games I've never heard of before. I recognize Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't recognize Sonic Chaos. I recognize yeah, no, Sonic 2. Sonic Chaos, I have no idea. Gunstar uh Gunstar Heroes. I recognize that one. That was a fun game. And then Shining Force. But that's it. See, my, but it makes my, it makes sense why we wouldn't know a lot of these games if it's, it's only it's Japan, releasing in Japan. Yeah. It yeah, doesn't I, I, make sense why they price it the way they did, but still. <laughs> and why it's the size of like uh, a, a business card. But <laughs> yeah. um, man, yeah. So I, I honestly, if I had to get one, yeah, it'd probably be the black one just for the games. Although I like the color of the yellow and red one. Like I wish you could interchange the games with the colors because it's like That's I like not- the yellow or red one. That's not the Sega way, Garrett. You can't have it your way. Yeah. You have to have it their way, in which case they screw you. <laughs> Man, this is the most bizarre thing. Uh, yeah, because my, I mean, my Sonic, ex- my not Sonic, not Sonic, Sega experience, I don't have like a huge history with them either. Like growing up, we had a Sega Genesis and yeah, that was it. We just had a Sega Genesis. And so I played like Sonic the Hedgehog 2 uh, or no, not Sonic the Hedgehog, it was Sonic, was it Sonic the Hedgehog or was it Sonic and Sonic Adventures. I forget what it's called. There is a the adventure. The, the adventures. Sonic... That's what it was. The, the adventure of Sonic the Hedgehog, two. Right. That what it's called on Sonic Sega Sonic Genesis. Adventure two. Sega Genesis. Know. No, Sega Genesis. She had Sonic the Hedgehog. That's all it was. Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog, Hedgehog two. two. Okay, so I had Sonic the Hedgehog one, yeah. three. Sonic okay. and Knuckles. Okay, so yeah, we had Sonic two, Sonic the Hedgehog two, uh, and like Altered Beast. And I remember having like I think we had the Mortal Kombat on there because that was the one that was like gory. Cause had the blood in it. Yeah, because the, the, the Super That's Nintendo the one. had the edited one. <laughs> so if you, uh, you're, there's a book I recommend every gamer read. It's called Console Wars. Mm. Uh, it's written by... Uh, I've not read it, but I've heard a lot about it, yeah. It's written by Blake J. Harris. It's pretty thick. But it's like, this. I got it on audiobook. It took me like 40 hours to finish it. Like, that's how long the audiobook is. Hmm. 645 and, uh, pages. What? Yeah, it's a big, it's big, but it's oh, a very comprehensive. Oh, no. Five hundred fifty-eight. Why are there two different numbers of pages? Maybe Anyways. one of them has like a bunch of other appendixes. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, the point is, is that whole book covers Sega's rise and fall during the nineties, hmm. and it follows them starting at the Genesis, going head to head with Nintendo, beating Nintendo, and then finally their collapse with the Sega Saturn and the Dreamcast, and a phenomenal book. Mm-hmm. You will learn so much about that book. And I only bring that up right now because Mortal Kombat uh, is what is responsible for starting the ESRB. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of back and forth about uh, video game ratings for years. And then finally, uh, Mortal Kombat uh, hit. And they were like, enough is enough. Either the government regulates it or you guys find a way to regulate it yourself. And so the ESRB <laughs> was born. Huh. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah I'm looking on, on Amazon. You can get it for 13 bucks on Kindle. Uh, 18 bucks paperback you can get an audio cd for all you people who have cd players still i don't have one but six bucks seven bucks uh, or audiobook is 45 dollars unless you have an audible subscription you can get it for free yeah get an audible <laughs> subscription it's like 20 bucks if you get it well they have a free trial right now free uh, oh, audible yeah. trial so you get the book for free you get the trial for free and even after yeah. the trial ends you can still listen to the book so you can get it for Bingo. free if you, it, as long as you've never redeemed the audible trial so if you want a yeah. free book Go get console wars because it's normally like almost fifty bucks on Audible. 
but this, uh, the author also wrote a book called uh, History of the Future, which is about the Oculus Rift, and it follows oh. Palmer Luckey's like rise and fall too. You talk about a guy that got shafted, Palmer Luckey. Huh. That guy, basically, was he, he was like the original guy who worked on the Oculus. Is that what it is? He was he was a seventeen year old kid, figured out how to do it, and then got hooked up with like John Carmack, uh, which if you guys don't know who he is, he's the guy that created Doom um owner of id and basically it follows kind of what he did and then basically how his conservative beliefs ended up getting him blacklisted from basically mm. everybody in silicon valley it was a, it's a sad tragic story that's crazy about a guy that truly didn't do anything wrong <sighs> it's a good book that but that yeah. guy's an amazing author check it out both of them history of the future console wars Dude, that's cool. Yeah, I'm looking at History of the Future, too. History of the Future, Oculus, Facebook, and the revolution that swept virtual reality. Also free with Audible. Obviously, I think you only get one free book, so choose wisely. <laughs> console Wars. Console Wars is... I liked console, I liked, I loved them both, but Console yeah. Wars was probably, probably better. Sweet. Yeah. Um, let's get into the next news story here. Unless you had something else to add on... Uh, Sega Game Gear. To add to that. <laughs> uh, piece of yeah, little little handheld consoles coming out. Go check it out if you're interested. Um, the next one, new Halo project in the works at 343 Industries. This is written by Asher Medan over at Windows Central. Halo Infinite should launch in holiday 2020, but it looks like developer 343 Industries is planning another game in the popular franchise today. Twitter user Clo Clobril. Notice that the team was looking for a senior producer to lead a new project in the Halo universe. The post said 343 Industries is looking for a senior producer to work with our core services team to help develop a new project in the Halo universe. It's unclear what this project could be at the moment, but it doesn't seem like it's a sequel to Halo Infinite since it's not even out yet. It may be a spinoff or another title along those lines. So there's not much to the story other than um, new project on the way, which is cool. I mean, Again, like Halo Infinite's not even out yet, so I know. Even though Good. I haven't played it, I haven't played a Halo in a long time. I'm super hyped for Halo Infinite just to even see what it is. But it's cool that they're at least already forward looking. Like, okay, what's the next thing? Let's get it out. Like, you know, to get it out, probably in the next four or five years. It could I'm probably imagine, just right? be a mobile game. It'll probably just be a mobile game. You think? Yeah. That would suck so bad. That would be my <laughs> assumption. You don't think like it'll be like a spinoff type thing, like what, when they did like Halo Wars or something. Like maybe it'll be like, uh, um, it well, could. They, they just did, uh, they just did that Gears Pop game. That was a fun game, though, wasn't it? It's a, it's a fun what game. If, what if, to, what if it ends up? What if it ends up being Halo Pop on for for mobile or something Halo like Pop. that? <laughs> I'd play it. I mean, I don't know. Mobile games aren't bad games. Like if you do a good one. No, yeah, I there's, like there's there's some, there's some good ones, but not not really though. Most of my favorite mobile games are card games. Mm. Oh, like yeah, 100%. Hearthstone or Eternal. You ever play Eternal card game? I haven't played Eternal, no. Oh, I've dude. done, uh, yeah, I've played Hearthstone, though. It's the closest thing to magic you'll ever get, and it's really fun. Mm. And they're always giving away tons of cards. So it's that's not one, like, yeah. That's one thing I wish, because uh, they have Magic Arena on PC, and oh, I wish they would, like, and they, they've, I feel like I've mentioned or read in the, the FAQs that they were interested in bringing to mobile, 
Yeah. But it's like, oh, when are you going to do it? It's been like they've already released. It's, they're out of beta now on PC. It's full release. It's like, come on, now it's time. Bring it to well, phones. Bring it to phones. The <laughs> same team that put together that made Eternal Card Game also helped Wizards of the Coast build Magic Arena. Mm. So you'd think that they would just lean uh, on yeah. Direwolf's Direwolf's the name of the uh, uh, developer. Okay. They could they could totally. They have the expertise to know how to do it. So yeah, I mean, and there's been there is there used to be a couple of years ago there was a magic game on phones, but then good, that, then they just shut down the servers. It was bad. It was not a good game. Was it bad? I don't know. I, I I I jumped magic in literally. Tools. Yeah, I think it was literally like it was like within the week that it shut down because I literally downloaded it. Like they shut down the servers because I downloaded it, played a couple games, and I was like, "All right, this is pretty fun." Like I could see, but I, I didn't get that far into it. I, obviously, if I got farther, maybe I'd realize it was bad. But then, like three days later, I went to jump back on. And I told my friend, "Download it, like check it out, come play with me." And it's like it won't it wouldn't let him download it, and it wouldn't even let me in the game. Like it's just like sorry, I'm like the spinning. I'm like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> like that okay, sucks. sure enough, a little googling. It's like that got shut down. Done deal. But uh. But yeah, with Halo Project, anyways. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm curious because it, it doesn't, it doesn't, does it actually specify it's going to be a spinoff thing, or does it just say because it could it's, just be the sequel? It says new project in the Halo universe. So, okay, so it, it could be anything. that 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 verbiage using Halo universe though, almost makes it seem like they're not necessarily looking for a mainline Halo yeah, title, though. Anything we can speculate yeah. as wildly as we want. Yeah. What would you want though? What, what what would you actually want though? Like if you had the choice, if you could tell them, like, hey, this is what you should do. If you were the senior producer, and they made a made a game, I don't know, depending on my budget, I'd make a mobile game. Bring Halo would you make it. a mobile a Halo card game? I, maybe it was good. <laughs> you can make it make it like Gwent. Make it, that's what I was going to say, make it like Gwent or something. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I was fun. thinking, I was thinking almost do like a, like a Halo 3 ODST thing. Like, I, I actually kind of enjoyed ODST, like this little random ODST little side was story. Great. It was so great. So, what if they did like, it'd be a sequel of Halo Infinite, obviously, but I don't know, like a point of view of a different Spartan unit or like a different unit of the military or something story from yeah. a different point of view like i don't know it, it might be kind of cool to do that type of thing again because they haven't done anything like that since right i'd want to maybe make a halo stealth game i mean you wouldn't play the spartan right though because you, you can't really spartan. be you can't you really be stealthy you could play the spartan. they had sneaky boom, spartans boom, boom. <laughs> emil remember emil from uh reach was it emil the guy with the sniper rifle crap what was his name june he was a uh, he was a oh, yeah, sneaky yeah. sniper dude I think I remember you talking a, to. Or yeah, talk, you do one about. of those. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Doing assassinations uh, yeah. on big old elites. Sneaking up on them. So, so here's my pitch. I think they should do a Halo racing game. <laughs> you just race warthogs and ghosts. It's it's like ha ha Halo Kart, and it's just cart version, cart versions of all the vehicles. So it's like cartoony, like big head. Remember they had that Star Wars. Remember the Star Wars big head racing or something like that, or what was it called? Bombastic racing. And it was I like these little, it. these little tiny carts, but then like their heads were huge, and they're just like floating around, and like Padme Amidala is like silver, like you know, uh, Coruscant cruiser and. Uh, so Bulba was in his pod racer. Yeah, it was on like PS2. It was a PlayStation. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that that puts things in perspective. I just have to say yeah. that it's a PS2 game. Everything um, was released on PlayStation. Oh, that's but, the other thing. Console Wars covers too is how Sony enters the game. It'll 
literally Sony like just is like this underdog that you're like, whoa, that was a genius move. Hmm. I really <laughs> want to read this book now. You're really you selling me on this book you now. Need to, got... You need to read it because basically <laughs> what goes down, if you want me to spoil it, I don't know if I would do. If you want, if you want me to spoil history for you, <laughs> <laughs> spoil something that we all should should know about being on this podcast now. Sony um, and Nintendo were in cahoots. They were going right. to actually make their own console. Yeah, I've seen. Well, there's prototypes of it. There's like one or two exactly. in the world or something. You always see pictures of it once in a while. Well, Sony, if I remember right, Sony Nintendo ends up screwing Sony, mm-hmm. and then Sony was like, "Okay, fine, we're going to do it ourselves." Then, and then they go to a. Uh, who did they go to? They went to some other publisher to kind of help them get it, get it off the ground. Hmm. And they, because they had access to all the tech anyway. And so that's it's why. Crazy. Oh, dude, it's so good. It's well, one of the most beautifully stitched together tapestries of video game, like corporate history you'll ever read. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, even look at the prototype. That's the craziest thing. It's just look at that prototype. And I think it even says like the Nintendo PlayStation and it has a disk drive. Like it looks crazy similar to the playstation one this yeah. like weird like different like uh like the symbol symbols on it like obviously it had like a nintendo logo and like the playstation logo was different so it was like so cool like to look at that prototype that they had to like oh what the ps1 actually looked like it's it's not that far off it's basically the same thing it reads disc like there was going to be a disc reader a disc yep. reading uh nintendo console which is interesting that nintendo went from they were ready to go full in with disc to all of a sudden the Nintendo 64 had cartridges, like they swapped. It's like, ca- so. Did they, they talk ex- about that in the book? Or? They explain cartridges. So basically how it works, Nintendo could make, up to that point, they could make a lot more money with cartridges. Because basically, so if you're a publisher and you want to make a game, you have to come to me, you have to buy my cartridges. Okay? Mm. You have to come buy Nintendo's cartridges, and you have to be like, okay, I'm going to buy, and you can't just buy them as you need them. You have right. to buy a fat chunk of them. Okay, and then you so make you're going to buy games. like 100,000 of them now. <laughs> exactly. So if you don't sell 100,000 copies of your game, you're really up a creek. So like, they were like, yeah. okay, well, but if we use this cheaper disc format, you know, people can just make their own games or easier to make their own games. You know, people mm-hmm. can, more producers, they wouldn't have a chance to really kind of vet the games that get put on there because there'd be so many of them. Right. Um. So that's kind of where they were coming from. Money huh. and control. Crazy interesting yeah because it's just like to it just hit me now like oh yeah the prototype had a disc drive like well how did they do that full 180 to like go from cartridge to disc and then decide no we're going back to cartridge but that makes sense like if, they, if you're gonna make more money that way you might as well yeah um especially if they were probably they were probably it, it was one of those things where at the launch of the playstation like yeah watch this hold my beer they're gonna flop so bad and then for the playstation <laughs> to just like you know just totally take off like it did it did, and that was that was kind of the thing. And Sega was on the sidelines of that, watching because like Sega was involved too. Sega had turned down Sony as well, so you had these two corporate giants that were like, "Get out of here, Sony! What are you doing? You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> come on, get come out of here! Really? Come on, come on! Really? Are you sure? Yeah. Really? You need to okay. you, go home. You go play with your kids' book. toys. You need to read yeah. that book. It's super good. Yeah, I, I I really need to. I really want to now. So yeah. yeah. Should, and the we way just, he... should we just start like a like a video game history podcast? Maybe we should just cancel Super Gamer Boys and start a history podcast because this is really fun. That'd be fun. You should also <laughs> read, uh, there's another book I read called The Big Book of Video Game History. That was pretty good too. That was more of a history mm-hmm. book where Console Wars is, it's a history book, but it's written from like almost like a 
I don't know, third person perspective, we actually have characters actually talking to each other mm. and it kind of like paints the scenes of what's going on. And then like, as these characters are talking, he like kind of steps out and kind of like gives you like more of a big picture, like narration of what's going on. He's like, at this time, Klasinski was doing on. So it's like reading a, reading a documentary kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> you like, like interviews zooms and out. conversations and yeah, it's more. Yeah, it's more like he kind of was like, OK, pause. And now let me explain some things to you. This is what's going on. And resume. And then the movie just keeps going. We have these characters talking to each other and they're working things out. Huh. It's really well written. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So Halo, Halo Kart Racer coming to an Xbox Series <laughs> X near you. Yeah. Uh, it'll be an Xbox Series X exclusive too. That's what that's my guess. It's gonna be Halo <laughs> Kart where you can race as like a little cartoony grunt, a little cartoony uh Spartan, a little cartoony uh oh, what are the big guys called? Why the heck can I think of them? Big tall Roots? alien dudes. No elites? Elites, there you go. Elites, brutes, all of them. The whole, the whole, whole fun team, the, the whole gang. You know, they're all gonna be friends. <laughs> yep. You heard uh, it here first, folks. You heard it here first. <laughs> Halo cart. Um, let's get into uh, next part here. Next, a little news story. Um, this actually was more. Uh, actually, kind of surprised me. I mean, it didn't. It didn't. And we'll get into it. The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, the PlayStation boss says pre-orders weren't hurt by spoiler leak. The demand stays or remains strong. This is by Jordan Oleman over at IGN. So PlayStation boss Jim Ryan has revealed that demand for The Last of Us Part Two remains strong despite major story spoilers circulating online. Specifically, the spoilers appear to have a limited effect on pre-orders to have had a limited effect on the pre-orders of the, for the game. In an interview with CNET, Ryan acknowledged that the unfortunate situation uh, but mentioned that Sony has tallied more pre-orders in Europe for The Last of Us Part Two than it did for Marvel's Spider-Man at the same point before its launch. Ryan went on to say that he hopes The Last of Us Part Two will be a defining game for this generation and added that while there haven't been any plans revealed for bringing the game to PS5, The Last of Us Part Two will run on the new console without issue. Um, that's a little cool little piece of information. Like We all knew there's going to be backwards compatible compatibility with PS4 and PS5, but... Um, just even hearing it straight from the boss, like, oh, no, it's going to run. And I, don't know, I, I imagine it'll run better, which will be cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, so for context, because I don't think we really even talked about it on the show, like maybe briefly mentioned it, but back in late April, major spoilers for the game circulated online, ruining some major moments of the game for fans waiting to play the hotly anticipated sequel. Um, and they're still doing rounds, so please be careful out there. Not long to go until June 19th when the game launches worldwide on PS4. So I just thought this was interesting at first because I'm like, okay, like, because you did, you do see that. You see that all online, like, oh man, I had it spoiled for me. Well, I'm going to cancel my pre-order either because they were bummed that it got spoiled or because the way it got spoiled, they weren't happy with the story. And obviously a lot of those people, like afterwards, I'm like, obviously more people are, they're all talk, like they're gonna, <laughs> they're not actually going to cancel their pre-orders and stuff. People still want to play games. But uh, yeah, it is interesting too to hear the, the the mention though that it's doing better numbers than marvel's spider-man did at the same point before launch because yeah it's like, last of us i mean yeah but like a marvel spider-man game by insomniac like i i feel like i remember that like people were super hot for that as well so yeah but um, I mean, it's last of us yeah it's last like it's not like spider-man was a sequel to like one of the greatest games of all time <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just like, yeah, my head, Marvel's just been so hot the last, what, 10 years 
15 years when when the, the what, it came out in 2008 iron man did right 2007 2008 so 13 years it's like oh marvel's been such a hot name and like everything that's come out marvel has been like pretty top notch so without ever looking at numbers i assumed like that spider-man pride did pretty dang good um yeah. and so then hearing like even despite spoilers and stuff like last was part two is killing it at the time like as far as like based off of the timeline we're at now it's like oh okay that's that's good like yeah that, that goes to show that spoilers aren't really affecting it and if anything yeah this game is has all the hype that it deserves i mean based off the the first one um obviously yeah i'm I don't know if I'm going to be playing this day one, obviously, because we talked about J- J- JJ's getting the copy for Super Gamer Boys. Um, hopefully, he'll be able to play it and talk about it on the show. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where I I actually, I'm thinking about doing a, keep an eye on social media, because I'm thinking about doing like live streaming through the first Last of Us, because I haven't played it since 2013 or whenever it came out on PS3. Should. so i would love to play through it again especially right before i play the new one like if i do play end up you know after jj beats it playing it in a month or two then uh i'd like to remember where the last one ends because that's the biggest thing I, I told jj i'm like i can hardly remember like how the thing ends like i have like brief glimpses of certain things like i remember this little snippet and this little and this little bit and like this with ellie and this with joel but like i don't have like a complete picture in my head so it's like i want to play through it i want to get refreshed i want to you know get to that ending and especially with just a new like just lens to to play the game through like i'm now like yeah. a, a father i'm now you know seven years older <laughs> yeah i'm now like there's just so many things so um yeah so look out for social media i might be playing through the first one to kind of get refreshed on that and um yeah, have some fun doing that but i'm excited for last of us part two like, i don't know I, it's this weird thing where like i'm super hyped for it but I don't have, I don't feel pressure like I need to play it day one either. Like I know you said already, like, yeah, you don't plan, plan on playing it day one, but I don't honestly, know if I plan on playing it ever. Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah. we'll see what the reviews say about it. But here's the thing is like, I feel like Last of Us 1 was so, was so good just by itself. It's like, leave it alone. Mm. Just leave it. Don't touch it. Don't mess with any of the characters. I like the way you had it perfectly put together done mm-hmm. and you can drop a second one yeah because i mean gonna ruin I it all yeah because i don't remember much from the ending but it does pretty much kind of like put a bow on things right like it's kind of yeah. like yep that's the end of the story that's it like they didn't really done. have to do a sequel <laughs> it, it, um, to spend more time in this universe makes no sense to me and i have other than my... it's gonna make them tons of money like that's exactly oh yeah they're, they're gonna make a butt ton of money <laughs> So, I mean, there's that point of it. I mean, from a from a business perspective, cool. You guys are going to do it. But as a gamer, I, I don't have any drive mm-hmm. to play this one coming out, which is so the opposite. And I don't mean to say that to be contrarian. Like, I, I can be kind of a contrarian sometimes. I genuinely don't feel the need to play this game. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll find out what the reviews say and kind of like what... Um, my friends and stuff say about it but i don't know yeah. for the most part i'm kind of like i got a lot of other great games that are kind of this type of style like i still have all the uncharted so i gotta get there and play through any of these oh cards. yeah you need to do that yeah just purely based off gameplay though like um because what last was it last week they did the state of play where they showed off like 15 minutes of gameplay um so i didn't even know that anymore they <laughs> they they actually uh it actually looked pretty cool like there is some cool stuff they're adding with like 
dogs can smell you and follow you and stuff like that. Um, and, uh, the way crafting works is really cool. Like it's similar, but it's like just a little more streamlined. Like it seems like they, they really nailed down a lot of the systems and made it just work so much better. Uh, the way stealth works in the game is kind of cool where, yeah, if you're hiding in the tall grass, okay, you're hidden, but it's, it's, we're going to make this realistic. It's not like super video gamey where someone can walk by you like, like Assassin's away and, Creed. <laughs> and not, yeah. And not see you. Like they're like, if someone comes within even like 10 or 15 feet and they kind of like, like like it shows in the gameplay also they do like a double take like wait a second like you can tell like they kind of see something gotcha. something's not right it's like okay so the ai is pretty smart which yeah. is cool i think like, that's a kind of a cool thing to have like so even the technology yeah. that they're putting into it is almost more interesting than at least the storyline like i feel like if i played it it'd be for the gameplay and the, and the technology like with the ai and stuff like that like okay that, that could be really fun to to play with that um and they've announced some new um clicker enemies like some new um, infected like i was like okay that's always fun getting some new you know big big creatures to fight and stuff like that but yeah. um which yeah. is cool i mean i don't i don't that's super that's super cool like all that stuff you just said is super cool for me kind of just comes down to like the story doesn't seem like it's going to be too much of a draw for me mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i've heard that it's like her trying to go after her girlfriend and save her girlfriend or something like that i was kind of mm-hmm. like cool go yeah it just seems like a very like kind of basic cliche kind of story like like what every you know whatever video game whatever every movie like it's like okay it's another one there's a damsel in distress (laughs) yeah because that's what even set the first one apart is the story wasn't like your typical um, so many twists and turns yeah it's not just like your standard hollywood and you were thinking it was gonna be exactly which could very well happen in this game which is why i'm going to wait for you know friends to play it and let me know what they think so mm-hmm. yeah we will have to wait and see um also yeah. uh so our next news story is this kind of an update also from last week so originally last thursday or was it yeah it was last thursday there was supposed to be a big playstation 5 the future of gaming event uh, streaming on uh um online uh, that was uh, supposed to be june 4th uh, but it was postponed due to everything else going on just to kind of uh, clear up some of the social channels and leave space um for uh, people to be able to speak on social media and for um yeah leave some space for uh, uh the black community kind of uh um yeah have the room and, and share what they need to share at the time so they postponed it kind of indefinitely um and originally I know I was like, oh man, like great, awesome, cool. But when, like, and definitely is just such a scary thing to say. Like they did the same thing with last of us part two. Like it's, in, it's yeah. delayed indefinitely. And we're all like, does that it's mean like forever. August, September, like next year? And same thing with the PS5 is like, oh no, are we not getting something to like July? And then literally like this week or today as a recording, the eighth, so Monday, they put out a tweet. It actually kind of leaked this morning. Originally it was a leak. And then finally it came out and just officially confirmed it. But it says, join us June 11th at 1 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. BST. I don't know where that even is. Where's Baloney BST? Baloney standard time. I guess so. Something. <laughs> Barcelona? I don't know. <laughs> What's the country that starts with that B? Uh, there aren't any. No, so it says, hi, this is from PlayStation blog. Sid Schumann over there, senior director of content communications. 
Hi all, thanks for being patient and understanding while we rescheduled this PS5 event for Thursday, June 11th at 1pm Pacific Time. We needed to step aside so key voices could be heard during this historic and important time. Now that the event is confirmed for June 11th, I wanted to add that this pre-taped program will be broadcast at 1080p and 30 frames per second. This eased the show's production process during a time when many of our team and developers are working from home. The games you'll see on Thursday will look even better when you play them on PS5 with a 4K TV, as you'd expect. It's also best if you watch while wearing headphones, if you can. There's some cool audio work on the show, and it might be harder to appreciate if it's pumped through your phone or laptop speakers. Anyway, enough talk. An updated version of Jim's original post follows below. See you Thursday. Um, and then it's just last week's blog post that we already went over last week. Um, so two things that kind of stood out to me was, well, three things. First off, great. It's awesome. I'm glad it's happening sooner than later because we all were like indefinitely. What the heck? So this Thursday, yeah. 1 p.m. So tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, we're going to get some sweet PS5 news. Can't wait. Um, second thing. Uh, they're going to broadcast it at 1080p and 30 frames a second. Um, I understand the 1080p aspect of it. Not really. If it's pre-taped, I feel like they could have done 4K 60, though. Like, YouTube's capable of that. So it just kind of surprised me that they were that they went for that when it's a pre-taped program, <laughs> especially when they're showing off, you know, 4K PS5 visuals. Uh, it they just probably seems didn't like... have... There's... One thing that I can think of would be camera equipment, but 4K visuals, maybe they, I don't know, processing power would be a thing to kind of get. I'm pretty sure there must have been some kind of behind the scenes type technical issues for them to, mm. you know, because I mean, wasn't the Xbox one that was in 4K? Yeah, right. I mean, that was that just was like web, webcams, webcams from people's houses other than the gameplay, then that would have been in 4K. Yeah, that's yeah. what blows my mind. It's like, oh, it's fine if the webcams are in 1080p, but you could have at least showed the gameplay at 4K. Like, I don't know. Maybe I was the just editing kinda... could have come down to like the editing, trying to stitch it together. Maybe. Yeah. Either way, as as, as just kind right of a, a little bit of a bummer because it's like, I don't know. Yeah, I want to see this in all in all its glory. I want to be able to like, pipe YouTube to my TV on my Chromecast and see this in 4K. Like That would have been so cool, but have to make do with 1080 um and the second thing was uh this is a little part about wearing headphones because they have that was kind of a big thing like mark cerny when he did his talk what, a couple months the gdc talk a couple months ago yeah, 3d audio he was super all like all about that 3d audio and like taking pictures of your ears and getting special headphones that work for you and like all special audio setups and all this stuff um yeah it was just kind of <laughs> interesting how into that he was and so I, I don't know. It'll be cool to see how they, how and if they incorporate that into the stream. Like I'll, I'll definitely be watching this video not at one because I'll be at work. Like you know, <laughs> most people probably. But yeah. that night I'll come home, stick my headphones on, and check it out. And I don't know. I'm kind of curious if they're going to be able to simulate that 3D audio. It's like, is there, do they have the technology to do that? Like, is that even possible to simulate that over YouTube, or is that something that's just going to be? Is it just going to be like stereo and it's just going to like shift, like be a simulated 3D kind of thing? <laughs> I don't know. Audio audio to me. Oh, that, well, that there, there you're wrong, but that's okay. We can agree to disagree. <laughs> I, so I used to work with the guy, his name was Ed Bannon. He actually did all the sound for Who Framed Roger Rabbit. He did all the sound design for Back to the Future. He did the sound design for Lethal Weapon. So the guy I knew was crap. Okay. And the guy told me, 
He's like, look, surround sound is a joke. He's like, you know that scene in Robin Hood with Kevin Costner? And he shoots the bow and arrow off the guy's head. And you mm-hmm. hear the you hear the split go all the way around, you know? Mm-hmm. He's like, I did that in stereo. <laughs> you don't need surround sound to make the audio sound like it's around you. <laughs> so ever since then I was like, wow. Rest rest his soul. He passed away. He was like seventy five. But good guy. Hmm. Good guy. No, yeah, that's I mean, and that's kind of what like I have what a pair of steel series. Um uh, headphones that I recently got for for gaming and and stuff like that, and it says it has like seven point one surround sound in it, but it's, it's it works. It's it, like cheating. But it it's works. basically just like all that means is it's it's stereo, but with you know a couple extra simulated channels that your ear can barely differentiate. Like you're right, but there's a, there is a difference between like stereo sound on your like like what this says like through your phone or laptop or even your tv soundbar and then stereo sound or stereo sound and head so headphones like stereo sound and headphones is basically like surround sound like you really do get that effect or if i just you know hook it up to my tv out there with a soundbar like it'll be like it's just all coming from in front of me like you don't really get yeah. the, the the left and right even hardly like you can barely even get left and right it's just like in front of me yeah. so so i don't know i'll be interested to see how they how and where they use that uh in the in 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 the conference there now is there any games um okay i think i asked jd this last week but is there any games that you think they might talk about or that you have any wish for them to talk about like a sequel to something or horizon zero dawn 2 would mm-hmm. be cool and then i also want a sequel to the order 1886 i heard someone else talking about that so i that's another game i don't think i've played i've never or I, I know i haven't played it can I want to say like four hours. That's what I've heard. Yeah, it's a quick game, and I want to say was it like a? I think it was like a PS Plus game, like for free, like a few years back. And I might have claimed it. I might need to go back and play it because I've heard a lot of people say it's not as bad as like. Maybe people gave a lot of hate when it first came out, and people have kind of come around the last seven years. Like, no, it's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely not like. What really shines in that game is the, incredible like the world building like that is one of the coolest worlds you'll ever like run around in like just like from this crazy like steampunk aesthetic to this knights of the round table type lineage um and then of course the the enemies and who you're fighting and stuff like that it's pretty cool and the end uh is what makes me want to get see a sequel because it ends Mm -hmm. with a pretty incredible twist where you're just like now what? <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like one of those. So it's like huh. that's cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like as far as like the gameplay and stuff, and it's it's definitely subpar. Like it's not the best, but it's still playable. It yeah, every, all the guns and everything feel kind of the same, and um, the the mechanics of it, like it's that third person, like so many other games do it way better. Hmm. But it's definitely worth. I mean, if you can find it, if you already have it. That's why I need to check. I feel like yeah. it was a PlayStation Plus game. I don't remember. It might have been something where it was a month I didn't have the subscription or something. But yeah, it's always on sale though for like five bucks, seven bucks. It's got, like it's it always does, on sale because because people yeah. didn't review well. So I think that's how I got it. I got it for like five bucks. I was like five bucks. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll get. I'll take it for five bucks. <laughs> yeah, deal. Take it. it do, I'll take it three. Does, <laughs> it does have some male genitalia fully exposed in it. That is another thing I've heard about the game. And uh, 
Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> warning out there, I guess, uh, sensitivity warning for people out there. <laughs> and women. They have women in it, too. Yeah. Okay. But Okay. I just heard about the male genitalia. I didn't realize I had both genders going on there. But uh, yeah, no, I, I've heard. That's what I've heard. It's like the story like is really cool. The world is really cool. And has a cool twist at the end. So might have to check it out. The next time there's a flash sale. There's always a flash sale on PlayStation 2, like every couple of weeks. Flash yeah. sale. It's like, wait. These games were just on sale a couple weeks ago. Like you made it sound like they're a sales going away forever, never gonna see it again. Here it is, like yeah. two weeks later. Called marketing. It's bro. great. I mean, it's great because <laughs> you know I never have to worry about paying full price for that game that I I know eventually I'll play. But um, yeah, cool, cool. No, but yeah, what are you? Any games you're looking forward to? Um, for me, I am interested in um probably horizon 2 even though i haven't beat the first one what i've played the first one i played quite a bit of the first one i really enjoyed it i still need to beat it um obviously like, like that's, that's on my list for like before the ps5 comes out before i'm allowed to buy a ps5 i'm going to beat the first one because i really think there will be the sequel pretty early yeah, on launch. ps5 life sequel it's going to be a launch title yeah like it'll be yeah, I, I was thinking of the launch title or if it's not for some weird reason it'll be pretty close so and it's like i really the latest yeah exactly so it's like i i really need to beat the seek the original one um but as far as like i don't know it's something else i know blue point has been working on a remaster for a while and they keep hinting and teasing and making like little things i know a lot of people think it might be a demon souls game but there's also there is some bloodborne there's a no, not a Bloodborne. Well, there, there's recent talks that there could be a Bloodborne remaster, but that wasn't by Bluepoint. Not, not that was by, by Bluepoint, yeah. That was by someone else. But um, for Bluepoint specifically, there was talks of Demon's Souls, and then I've heard talks of Metal Gear Solid. And I was like, holy smokes. Like, I don't know. or I don't, I don't know if that could ever actually happen because of how Konami is with their, their, their titles and everything. But it came up at one point. I think Bluepoint even put out a tweet that kind of just, maybe they're just trolling us. They put out a tweet that just like, mentioned something like wait a second are you seriously working on metal gear solid like remaster that'd be pretty amazing i think there's like a couple other things that are rumored but those are the two biggest ones i've heard is the metal gear and the demon souls for blue blue point so i, I just want to know what they're making whatever it is like that'd be cool because they they make great remasters they do good work um so i'd love to see what they're you know working on next it's actually gonna i feel like a remaster would be a waste in my opinion but that's but that's what blue point does i mean that's all they do is remaster so didn't they do um they did so here's their list of games i just looked up here so blast factor back in 2000 i think that's an original game but that was on ps3 uh 2009 they did the god of war collection so like the remastered ports of one and two okay um they did the eco and shadow colossus collection on ps3 so that's a remaster of that well a remaster in general would be a waste the they PS5. did Metal Gear. They did a Metal Gear Solid remaster uh, for PS3 and 360. Oh, they're I, I didn't realize that they they're the ones who developed uh, PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. So maybe they're working on PlayStation's All Stars Battle Royale too. Oh man, <laughs> they could. They could. Who that knows? would make sense. I mean, man. dumb idea since that was one of the lamest fighters ever made. <laughs> it 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 got pretty close. It, it wasn't it wasn't terrible. You play that game, you're like, I just wish I was playing Smash Brothers. No, yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, I just want to be playing Smash right now. I don't want to play this. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Um, they did a remaster of Flower. They did a port of Titanfall. They did Uncharted Nathan, Nathan Drake Collection on PS4. 
they remastered Gravity Rush for PS4, and then they remastered Shadow of the Colossus. So that's all they've ever done other than the All-Star Battle Royale. What studio did uh, that game with that big bird thing? It was made by the same people that did Shadow of the Colossus. Bird the Last thing? Guardian. Last Guardian. Who did that game? I mean, it, who's the developer of uh, Yeah, I thought it was Blue Shadow Point, of Colossus? But it wasn't. Well, I mean, they did the remaster, but... Uh, Last, Last Guardian developer. Guardian I'll be, was made uh, by Team Eco. Eco, there they are. And, SN, and alongside Sony Interactive Entertainment Japan Studio. Yeah. So Japan Studio yeah. and Team Eco worked on Last Guardian, and they're, they're also, also the ones that did the original Shadow of Colossus and stuff like that. Yeah, well, and Eco. Well, not to drag this out any longer, my, my you know, armchair quarterback opinion, okay? Guy that knows nothing about games. <laughs> Why spend all this money on a super nice console if one of your launch titles is just going to be a remake of an old game? Like, where are your devs at, bro? Where are your devs? Where, where are your games? Like, when the GameCube launched, when the Xbox launched, they weren't like, how about we just remake old games? You know, they were like, here's a new console. Games you've never played before. And, he, and here's the Legend of Zelda collection. That's what I got. When I got mine, I, I got the one that had all the old Legend of Zelda games from like NES and SNES. On and launch day. I'm talking about on launch day. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't get one yeah. on launch. It was like a year See, later, and it was like this Legend of Zelda bundle I got. <clears> I, I was able to get, it was the only time in my life I remember feeling super spoiled for Christmas. I was able to get GameCube, <laughs> and I got like every single game that launched with it that year. And you know what? Which is why none like of them were remakes. Two games. <laughs> no, it was Star Wars: Rogue Squadron Two, Pikmin, oh, Luigi's Mansion, okay. um, Madden Two Thousand Two. Uh, what other games were on it? I had like five games or six, six games, seven. But I had all of them. And it was awesome. But like, if they did a remake to like what they like what they did with. I don't know, like, because they can, Metal Gear Solid being a PS1 game, like, if they completely revamped it, like, not just remade it, but even just, like, did an update, like, uh, um, like, what they've done with, uh, like, the Resident Evil games or something like that, like, that would be awesome. Like, that would be really cool, like, to PS5 quality remake just of restart Metal Gear it? Solid. Yeah. Yeah, or even just, like, take the same story. Final Fantasy like, VII remake style? Exactly, but like yeah. with Metal Gear Solid, or like I don't know what they do with Demon Souls. Like I don't know if they would actually totally reboot it. But this, Does like, anyone yeah, even want to play thing. that game? I don't. <laughs> I, I mean, I I just I I'm not good at those Souls type games, the Soul Soul Sports games. So I'm not interested in it because I'm a bad gamer. But uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Some I know there's a big are. fan base out there for people that actually like the games. Yeah, they're a but, bunch of weirdos. No, but that makes sense. Say. <laughs> That's actually a really valid point. Like, if they're actually going to rebuild the game from like the ground up, then yeah, that makes so much more sense. But it's like if you're just going to like, I mean, that's take what they did for Shadow of the Colossus. They rebuilt yeah. it from the ground up. Like they made every little yeah. asset in the Last of the Colossus from the ground up because mm-hmm. all the original files were MIA. So they're just like, okay, here we go. <laughs> that game is still boring. I yeah, I, no, it didn't make it any better, but <laughs> <laughs> it just looks prettier. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I so I literally downloaded that game and was like, you know, my I don't like this game, but my kids will probably enjoy watching me fight big, big bosses. And I'm playing it and I'm like, man, I do not I I couldn't even do it. I couldn't even do it for the kids. I couldn't get I, I'm like <laughs> Sorry, I got through kids. got through like two bosses. I'm like, this is so boring. 
<laughs> climb up, you climb them up, you climb up, you hit them in a certain spot, you fall down, you gotta work your way back up again, you run out of stamina, <laughs> you fall down. It's not fun. If that's your yeah. if that's your bag, go have fun with it. That's why they make different games for other people to enjoy. You know, everybody gets a chance to enjoy something. So for me, totally. didn't like it. But yeah, whatever. It's getting late. Cool. I'm, I'm derailing, so I'm sorry. I'll oh, no, up. no worries. Um, no, you're good. We will uh, move on then to the part of the show where we talk about our Patreon. So if you haven't uh, already, if you could please go check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Uh, you can head over there and support us. Uh, we have just dollar a month. You can support us over there and uh, you get the episodes early and ad free. And uh, uh, if you support us at $5, you can get the show notes for the show um, before they go up. So you can actually contribute and you know, leave your little comments, little thoughts on there. I'm um, actually later in the show when we get to this question. Um, uh, yeah, one of our listeners did write in, which is kind of cool. Um, $10, you get the, it's a sponsor level. So that's when you get the shout out in the show and then the producer level, $15 a month, just like our, uh, our amazing Patreon producer, Adrian Holmes. Um, he gets to pitch segments. Uh, he's only done the one so far, but I, I messaged him the other day. I'm like, Hey, we're open to whatever you let me know what you want us to do. And we'll, we'll bend over backwards for you. We'll, We'll do whatever, whatever you want of us. Um, true. But uh, yeah, thank you guys so much to to Adrian, to Bill, to Julie, to Dustin, to Brent, um, and all you other ones who support us at the at the other levels. Thank you so much for that. And if you want to join uh, that uh, illustrious group, go over to patreoncom slash boys and support us there. Alrighty, now for some new releases. Uh, there wasn't a ton of stuff, just a couple. Um, so Clubhouse Games 51 Worldwide Classics came out on Switch on June 5th, and The Outer Worlds, the port from you know the PS4 and PC and PS4 version, or Xbox One, uh, came out on Switch on June 5th. So it's now on Switch. I've heard really bad things about it. <laughs> Not getting great reviews, but it's like this huge... <laughs> You know, Obsidian open world game, and they tried to stick it on the Switch. And I mean, they did it with The Witcher, but they I, they spent a long time on that port, I'm sure. Where this seemed like The Outer Worlds only just came out on the other consoles last fall, so it's only been a few months. So I feel like maybe it was a little rushed. Maybe if they had more time, they could have done a little better. But I'll um, probably just patch the crap out of that later. Oh, 100%. I mean, they're still patching The Witcher 2 on Switch <laughs> all yeah. the time with stuff. But uh, yeah, now's the time of the show where we talk about what you've been playing. So you mentioned that you weren't playing much, but uh, yeah. you can go ahead and go first and say what you want about your your games here that you mentioned uh, earlier in the show. All right. So I'm still playing a lot of Beat Saber. And I'm getting really, really good. <laughs> I finally beat Overkill on expert plus holy cow if you guys want to uh you should just google it google that song and you can see okay how hard that song is it took me like a solid <laughs> month of practice to be able to beat that song and so now it's i'm working crazy. on <laughs> i'm working on ghost by camellia so look that one up 
and uh oh that's that's a there's a tough songs to beat man mm. tough songs to beat but it's been super fun because my wife and i are just like challenging each other back and forth so so we can both play it at the same level so it's literally like hey i just beat your score on you know high hopes <laughs> and uh yeah a little friendly in. competition, a little friendly competition there. It's really, it's pretty wild. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. <laughs> a heated competition, maybe then. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, uh, it gets lots of that. Literally, I haven't played, I think we looked it up. I think I've spent like 50 or 60 hours playing Beat Saber now at this point. Jeez. It's, it's a lot. That's awesome. Yeah. So, but it's pretty good practice. I still let my kids play it. Isaac's getting pretty good at it. He can play it on hard. Oh, nice! That's yeah, awesome. That's my. Uh, he'll be seven this month, actually. He's, he'll be seven. But yeah, he's, he can... and he's probably better at Beat Saber than I am. I've never played it before, so of course he's better at me. Cause <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that's that's crazy on hard. His thing is that so like he so my dad can play it on hard. Um. So Isaac and my dad can still play it on hard, but my dad will get higher scores because his arms are longer. So you get more points the longer your swings are. You know. So since oh, Isaac's arms are shorter, he can't get the full range of motion to really kind of get that higher score. Hmm. So, um, so yeah, so like anytime you hit a block, if you just tap the block, you'll get like, you know, 70 points or whatever. But if you can actually like a full swing on the block, you can get like 115 points. So then huh. when you the more blocks you hit consecutively, the higher your multiplier is. So you want to make sure that you make every single one of those blocks count to make your multiplier higher so you can get higher scores. And then if you don't miss any blocks, you get really high ranks. So Dang. like me and Amanda, we both got a rank S on uh, one of the Imagine Dragon songs. And she has a higher score on it than I do because she was able to get, you know, longer swings than I was. Hmm. So she's good. She's really good. But she can't awesome. beat Overkill like I can. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah. So look it up. It's pretty fun. Overkill, Beat Saber. That song yeah, I'll, I'll look that up. Yeah. And then um, Mafia 3. Okay, so I actually fired this back up when they announced that they were going to do the uh, remasters versions of these. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I bought the... Which, those look stinking beautiful. Like yeah. The, the remaster of, like, I was like, holy One cow, it looks like a brand new game. Yeah. Which, Mafia 3 already looked really good. Like, it mm -hmm. already did look really, really good. Um. It's an interesting game because it's almost kind of it's got like that GTA feel where you play as the bad guy. Hmm. Um, and I never played one or two, but I have three. I got it through Humble Bundle. I was like, sure, why not? I'll check it out. Humble Bundle subscription just came with the package anyway. So I played it and. The the story, they do a really good job of getting you attached to the group of characters, almost kind of like in a uh, kind of like an Ocean's Eleven type vibe, but they do a. Uh, really good job of really kind of tapping into what it was like to be black during the sixties, you know? Hmm. And, um, especially in, I think you're in Louisiana. So it, it definitely touches on a lot of, um, racist racism themes and things like that during that era. And, uh, the music is very true to what you'd be listening to. So if you're driving around in your car and your radio's on, you're listening to what would have been popular during that time. Really good world building. The problem with that game is that you spend so much time driving, and That's you actually have to, you have to obey the rules of the road. Otherwise, <laughs> you'll get pulled over. And if you're a bad guy and you're wanted, you definitely don't want to get pulled over. So you spend <laughs> all this time traveling around. I think there's a fast travel feature in it. I think. I don't remember. I I played it like a lot like last year and then just turned it on again this year like for like a couple hours. But 
Um, hmm. So like you're fun. actually having to like stop at stoplights and stop signs and stuff like that. Yeah, waiting for pedestrians. And... Yeah, That's bizarre. The, the whole shebang. It's like That's ridiculous. So you're like, oh my gosh, I just want to get there already. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I've, oh, I've been spent hours playing this game, and most of it's just been sitting in my car. So it's it was not a really well thought through mechanic. Like I get what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't that it didn't, make, it didn't make the game that much more fun but the characters yeah. in it super cool um uh, it's definitely a, a hard rated m game very hard rated m game mm-hmm. so um like you're having to go into like these clubs and rescue women that are being um you know not treated the way a woman should be treated and um mm-hmm. it's it, it pretty heavy pretty heavy moments pretty heavy moments yeah. and uh the bummer is that you kind of play as like this bad guy trying to get revenge and stuff. So it's really kind of hard for me to really relate to that. Like I get get that. And I think the only thing that keeps me playing is that I kind of really kind of open that you, this character kind of like ends up becoming more good. Yeah. That's uh, what like any game though where you play the bad. Like I, I mean, I know some people like that. Like what was it back in the day? Like Fable or like even like Star- the Star Wars Force Unleashed. Like games where you can go like be bad. Some yeah. people like love that, but as much as I always, I always wanted to do that. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna be the bad guy. Yeah. And within like ten hours into the game, I'm like, oh dang, I'm I'm a good guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just like I I just yeah can't like, relate to it. And so in my natural choices, is generally skew good. Yeah. And so I'm like, yeah. So games like that do that do that are are tricky. Like even like with Red Dead, um, two, right? Like. Like it's like, oh yeah, you're you're the bad guy. It's like you and you can do good things, but then it just doesn't make story sense. It's like, oh, I'm not gonna go do that thing right now. But then it's like then you jump back into the next cutscene and it's like, oh no, I'm like this outlaw, like doing this crazy stuff, but I'm just not I'm not doing those things though, but I am. Like in the cutscene according to the cutscenes I am, but I in real life I'm not. It's just I was just confusing because it's like I'm not playing like not like they let you they they let you have the freedom to do those things or not. And like, so when I didn't, it's just like, oh, I feel like I don't fit in then. Like, I'm not the character you want me to be. Like, they want you to be bad and I'm not playing that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I get that. It's kind of a weird thing to relate, kind of get into a game if that's how you play games. I guess if you don't, if you don't play games to relate to the character then, or, or understand the character, then, you know, maybe you can get by playing it and enjoying it. But yeah, I yeah. see where you're coming from. Like for me, it's like, oh yeah, like, how am I supposed to understand where he's coming from or or even like yeah i relate to him in any way if it's like i don't feel these things at all like <laughs> i don't yeah. know it's it's tricky yeah but it's but, pretty fun game though you're yeah. i'm kind of still in the part where i'm still trying to like build build my my gang network basically and then once okay. you get that all kind of put together then it opens up a whole nother area of the game where you actually got to like send your gang members like on jobs to kind of like bring in more money and stuff like that mm. so it's a pretty it's pretty cool like that's like yeah. your type of thing um the storyline the cutscenes, acting holy crap the acting in that game is super good too mm. so um definitely worth yeah. uh checking out if you're planning on picking up the uh, the remasters um cool so are they you... included is it included in the remaster or no this the version no, that the, i the, have the... the version that i have is the 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 definitive edition so this isn't the remastered version so if i pick up the remaster okay. i i came close to getting the remastered version on um on Xbox One X, because I kind of want to see what that game would look like on there. I'm kind of mm-hmm. hoping it plays. Look, I'm playing it on PC with a controller, and it feels kind of clunky. So I'm hoping that if I play oh, it on okay. like a 
uh, on actual console. And it'll all this over there. But mm. I also don't want to start over again because I spent a lot of hours trying to get to this point already. A lot, a lot of dry hours driving <laughs> around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so. man. But yeah, that's what I've been playing. Cool. Uh, I also have not played much. I mean, I've played a few games, but not much of them. So I have Animal Crossing on here. Basically, the last couple weeks, I think I even mentioned it last week too, the way I play Animal Crossing now is I jump on Sunday morning, I buy a bunch of turnips, and then I sell in the week, and that's it. Like, I don't do anything else in the game because I don't have time to play video games. Uh, but I'm just like, well, I guess this is a way I can amass money. Like, I'll just stockpile money until I have time. Then when I jump back in, I'll be a billionaire, and I can just buy everything and buy finish everything. the game up. But uh, so, yeah, I did it. I think last week I talked about it. I made, like, few hundred thousand dollars this last like and then let's see last sunday i bought two hundred fifty thousand worth of uh bell or turnips and i was able to my profits on my island were dropping like it started out at like 70 and it was like 60 50 i'm like oh no it just kept dropping 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 so finally i'm like screw i just went on twitter and just did hashtag stock market and found the first person i could find who was open up their island up to the public and someone's like hey i have 457 bells per turnip like no tips required come on by use my island so i like right away I was like can i join they're like yeah sure i went from you know invested what 250 000 to and i came out with 1.3 million dollars i'm like that's a pretty good return there that's a pretty Dang. good return <laughs> um but uh yeah, so that was pretty sweet. But then like yesterday morning, Sunday, I totally just lost track of time. I was like playing with my son and doing Sunday morning, just eating breakfast, doing my thing. And I was like, oh, no, I totally forgot about the turnips. It was like 12.09. And like, I was just getting my I was getting my son up to the, to the table for lunch at that point. And I'm like, oh, no. And she's like, what? What's wrong? And I'm like. I've missed the stock market. <laughs> she's like, what? She knows what it is. I she plays Animal Cross. She's like, what? What? I'm like, the stock market. She's like, oh no. Like she felt so bad. She's like, I'm so sorry. She's because like, you know, she had asked me to do a couple things. And then like I was playing with Shep, like, so she could get stuff done. And and she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, it's fine. It's just a game. But at the same time, like I was genuinely disappointed because I was just like, Imagine if I bought $1.3 million with the turnips and then resold those for 400 Like, yeah. oh, man, that would have been insane. But Killing it. Oh, oh well, that didn't happen this week. So that's my sad Animal Crossing story. I'm turnipless. <laughs> uh, the Messenger, I have played a little bit more of that. I'm up to, what boss am I up to? Uh, the Lady... Uh, oh shoot, now I'm forgetting which uh, boss I'm at. Um, is it the one in the, the mushroom forest one? I don't know. I only got to like the second level. Oh, you haven't beat it? I thought you had beaten it. No, wait. Uh, I misunderstood. I, For some reason, I, I don't like have I time to play you. games. Well, this game came out like two years ago, so I thought maybe I you had played it previously, but. Yeah, I just um, picked it up. Okay, I think I'm like. I'm, I'm a good chunk, chunk into it, but it's just one of those games where, like I mentioned earlier, I still have the brain power to play something too crazy and yeah. the story isn't the story isn't too like in depth in this game which is good but even that even the mechanics like i'm realizing more and more that like, i'm just a bad gamer like i'm really bad at video games and so i'll play for like 20 minutes and i get frustrated and stuck i'm like god dang it okay turn it off and like 
that night, maybe like in the, I'll play in the afternoon. And then that night I go back yeah. play for another like 20 minutes and then I get stuck again. I'm like, I, I beat the part that I got stuck on before. I'm like, Oh good. Awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm so good at games. And I get it to another point where I'm stuck. I'm like, dang it. Come on. Come on. Really? Are you playing it on um, PC? On uh PlayStation. PlayStation. Yeah. I have it on PC. I, I realized after I bought it on PlayStation cause it was on sale. And then I was going through my, was it my Epic Game Store? Or I think I got it for free through Twitch, actually, because Twitch gives you free games. Yeah. Um, and I think I got it. I think I actually own it in two different places on PC. So I have two copies on PC and one copy on PS4. And I was like, I guess I didn't have to buy it on, on PlayStation. But um, I do enjoy the controls on there. Like, I don't I don't like hooking controllers up to my computer. Like, it always feels a little a little spongy, a little squishy. Like, it's never, like, super. I haven't played it. I don't think I've ever played a game that felt, like, super fluid with a controller on PC. I see. Um, I I use um I have a Xbox controller, and I went and bought one of those like little USB Xbox dongles. Mm-hmm. Totally fine. Huh. Like okay. no see, I, I I'm using a DualShock, but uh, see that's why you're using a PlayStation controller on a Windows PC. But Steam Steam recognizes a DualShock now. Like yeah, it recognizes it, in... it as like eh, it works. <laughs> if you look at the outline of what controller. It's and an Xbox, Xbox Game Pass. Xbox Game Pass. When I plug in a PlayStation controller, it came up with like X Circle Square, like on my, on I was playing that. What was I playing the other day? Something on Game Pass and it actually showed like PlayStation button mappings. I was surprised. That's Xbox cool. Game Pass on PC. Yeah. Um, like it showed the X Circle Square triangle, that type of thing. So it recognized even, even Game Pass recognized be, it. But. Microsoft wants to be friends with everybody. Sony, on the other hand, doesn't. Yeah. Well. Like if you look who who extended their hand to do a cross platform, they're like, "Hey Sony, what do you think about doing, you know, cross platform play?" And they're like, "Smack, get out of here. We're, <laughs> we're Sony. We do what we want." <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah. When they turned to Nintendo. Like, hey Nintendo, what you want to do? Nintendo's like, "Yeah, let's do. Come on. <laughs> yeah, nothing better to do over here. Yeah, let's rock and roll. Let's make history. Hey Sony, you want to? No. Okay, Sony says let's know. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the messenger, I'm really enjoying it, and the biggest thing is the soundtrack, man. I, I, I the other day, soundtrack. I was I was driving around with Shep uh, in the car with with me, and Trudy was home. Uh, Trudy was somewhere else. I was with Shep there driving around. I turned that on the car. He's like, "Oh, Daddy, Daddy, I like this song. Like, yeah, he's like, I like like this music, like the music." And he's like, you know, very basic speaking. He's still like what two years old or whatever. But he's like. Favorite song, favorite song is like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you like the, the good stuff. So, yeah, it was really funny. Shep was absolutely eating up that Messenger soundtrack. So, go check it out. It's on cool. Spotify. It's good stuff. It's good. The last game I played was Clubhouse Games. That's the one that just came out on the fifth. Over the weekend, I was just like, I'm so brain dead. Like, I can't think, focus on anything else. I just want to play the most basic game I possibly can. I just want to play something with Trudy. I guess just play something that's fun, co-op, party game. So it's 40 bucks on the eShop. So not bad, especially when you get 51 games. It's like less than a dollar per game or whatever. <laughs> um, and it has, um, I mean, I can just bring up a, a list here real quick, but it has, I mean, we played Mancala. Um, um, oh, shoot. Why can't I? Uh, let me just Google it real quick here. Um, we were playing, like I said, Blackjack. Uh, has like a bunch of card games like Solitaire. It does have Texas Hold'em. It has Connect Four, uh, Domino's Chess, Golf. So that's the other thing. It has like some of those Wii Sports games. Like it has bowling. It has golf. It's not quite the same because it's obviously like it's not the same type of motion sensor that the Wii had. 
but like we played bowling the other day. I'm like, oh, this is pretty fun. Like <laughs> it's, it's pretty similar to Wii Bowling on yeah. your Switch. Um, yeah, bowling, golf, air hockey, shooting gallery, spider solitaire, um, as pool. It has fishing, battle tanks, darts, um, checkers, a Yahtzee, like this, this huge like swath of classic board games, classic card games, fun like Wii style sports games and mini games for like 40 bucks and you can have up to four players playing. So I don't know. It's a pretty good deal for a fun like couch co-op party game. That's pretty cool. Um, and uh, yeah, so we've like played quite a few rounds of uh, Yahtzee and then like Moncala the other day. Because uh, when we were dating, we were super into Moncala. Like we just love that game. I don't know why. And so I was like, oh, we haven't played this since we were like dating, like before we were married. So we were totally just playing a few <laughs> rounds of that. It was cool. pretty cool. It's like one of those weird things. Like I'm playing a, this. How lame am I that I'm playing a board game on my TV? But I don't know. Pretty lame. <laughs> but it was still fun. Yeah. Um, it has a, oh, it has slot cars. That was kind of cool. You actually like use your little emote and like hit the trigger to to run your slot car on the track. And you don't want to go too fast because you'll fly off the That's track cool. and everything. And um, and cool. if you have if you have multiple switches that have the game, so obviously you have to have friends, uh, which I don't have. Yeah. Um, but you can link up the four switches and make your your slot car track with the switches. So like you put them together and then draw your track out and it actually goes from screen to screen to screen, like around and like, that is make really your, cool. Make your own track <laughs> on for the slot cars. I'm like, okay, I just need That's to find three, cool. three more friends with switches, which I don't think I have, but, uh, and then, yeah, we can do some slot car races, <laughs> but yeah, it's a fun one. Check it out like for 40 bucks. And yeah, it's just such a fun, like party game. Like I'm excited to have people over when we, can have people over again, <laughs> you know, yeah. and just play some some cool. Hate to break it to like you, that. Garrett. You can have people over now, okay? No, it's true. We 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 had another couple over the other night, actually. Oh, like, did well, you? You can you can have up to like you can have up to like ten, like ten or twelve people or something. Is that the rule? Well, I you can have it. up to a hundred, but you have to protest up. Right, as long as we're protesting, and <laughs> you can have up to a hundred. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so invite people over to your house. Be upset and, about I don't know something and then uh you have i mean i know you want to have 100 people at your house <laughs> not really actually <laughs> I, i'm fine with just two actually i'm just fine with two that's fine um but yeah so it, I, i'm excited to have some people over and eventually and play some fun party games party games are just cool i wish they made more of them like super mario party could have been so oh, much bigger man. on the switch and they just like dropped super- it no dlc no nothing yeah that's like that game is like primed for DLC, right? New yeah, they could have come out with so many new boards and all sorts games. of stuff, new characters. And so I wonder if there's uh, like the like I wonder if there's not a lot of people buy it, and that's why. Maybe, which so is I, sad because it's yeah. it was a good game. Did Mario you get Party, it or no? No, Mario Party Two and Mario Party Four, best that in this whole series. Okay, we had yeah, I, five, we had six, we had three. We didn't have one, hmm. but yeah, I bought. Oh, right, that's maybe I'm part of the problem. I didn't actually buy Super Mario Party on Switch. My cousin bought it, and then he had logged into my Switch and downloaded it on there. So we were game sharing with Super Mario Party, but I loved it. And it was one of those things where I was like, "Oh, as soon as they drop DLC, I'll buy it," because that way, because that's probably the only way you can get DLC is if you own it. Um, like, like you can't really game share and get the DLC. And then they never dropped any DLC. I'm like, well. 
I guess I was part of the problem, but at the same time, if they would have dropped DLC, I would have bought it. Like I would have yeah. like <laughs> give me something, sale. even giving me a teaser. They could have like said they were doing DLC and then never done it, and I still would have been fine and happy. But yeah. yeah, it was just a bummer not to get any any extras on that. Uh, yeah. cool. Um, let's do this question of the show real quick. We were supposed to do it last week and we put it off, so I think we can do this quick. We don't have to go too in depth. It's a pretty yeah. simple question. Easy peasy. But DHL125 on our Discord channel. Thank you so much. Uh, I believe that's Dustin, if I remember correctly. Dustin Long, one of our Patreon sponsors. If you guys could have any game from any time remade by a developer of your choice, what would it be? And what would you like to see done differently with that game? I had to pick any game. Any game. And you could have any developer. Right. I'm going to try to pick a couple. Okay. Pick a couple games. So I would like to see. The Order 1886. Done by Gorilla. Hmm. I mean, Ready at Dawn. Good. But I think Gorilla or Insomniac could have taken that aesthetic and really made the gameplay better. Hmm. Would have been dope. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to see, you know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see Shining Force. Sorry. I know <laughs> okay. mentioning games we already mentioned on the show, but I'd like to see Shining Force 1. Okay. Redone by Nintendo. The same team that did Fire Emblem. I forgot what mm. team that was. Because okay. they're essentially the same game, but Fire Emblem is so good. Yeah. And I want to see Shining Force be done today with like full-on cutscenes and all this stuff it kind of has like a cartoony type vibe so mm-hmm. i'd like to see him kind of maybe hang on to that maybe rare maybe rare would do a good job with it mm, yeah 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 but yeah anyway yeah pick, picking those two cool who's oh derek says lord of the rings the third age Actually, yes lord of the I rings was... the third age is one of those underrated games of all time now that was um, uh, that was the one that was like a like an RP, uh, like yeah RPG style like it almost like had the like, turn based combat right yep and I think you play as a ranger yes I I I do remember that game yeah I actually really enjoy that game I feel like I never beat it I mean I was like a dumb kid when it came out when did that come out it was like. Uh, on GameCube, or at least I remember it mostly in Nintendo I Power have, Magazine. Um, the Third Age, yeah, I remember that box art. Yes, Lord of the Rings: The Third Age. I think I had it on PS2. Yeah, it came out on PS2 and Game Boy Advance. Um, Game Boy Advance came out, good. Came out <laughs> in 2004. Um, but yeah, I remember playing it because, like I've mentioned before on the show, like I, I uh, was always a huge fan of the idea of Final Fantasy. But just like never had got my hands on a copy to actually play it. And so like with the first time I got this, I was just like, oh, it's Final Fantasy, but Lord of the Rings. This is so cool. Like I was like so into it. Like as a kid, like, you know, what, 2004, I'm 11 years old. I'm just like, this is so cool. Like Lord <laughs> of the Rings, my favorite, my favorite movies. And it's Final Fantasy, which is like this game that I think is really cool, but I've never played. <laughs> 2004, I was like a junior in high school. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not an old man. <laughs> like you and you and jj there um but yeah no 
that that's that's a good one uh derek now who would be the developer for that though like would we want like is that something we just give to square since they kind of have the whole turn-based combat thing down square would be good or ea i mean i'm pulling from uh like mass but effect EA, vibes but would ea just turn it into like an mass like a effect more action, game an action style kind of combat then like a final fantasy 15 or seven combat basically i'm not speaking for derek here but a lord of the rings action rpg in the same vein as dragon age or mass effect would be Mm. one of the coolest games means you can be like like you'd be pick any guy you want and you can either go you know fight for men or you can fight for the dark lord at the end of it that'd be dope that would be cool. I think we just came up with a new game. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're getting good at that. We're just coming up with all sorts of new new games today. Well, you know, when you got great, you know, uh, listeners giving us all these really cool questions. <laughs> whole jumping off points, yeah. Yeah. For me, uh, I had thought of one earlier, and I was like, yeah, that would be cool, but I don't know. I obviously wasn't cool enough to write down. Like, even thinking back, I'm like, no. Um, Bioware, for me, not yet. Bioware. Right. Sorry. Right. But yeah, 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 yeah. I, yep. Yeah. I understood what you meant, though. Because it's usually published by EA, though. It's, it's published by EA, but made by it's deve- Bioware. It's developed by Bioware, yeah. Um, I would want. Hmm. For me, I don't know. I wish the older Spider Man games, honestly, were could be remade by Insomniac. Now that, like, Insomniac kind of nailed what they did take some of the stories and characters from those old ones because and i mean and that's what i want and essentially that's what we're all hoping for with a sequel to spider-man you know ps4 um but yeah so basically what i want though is i want those old like i want something with venom i want something with you know green goblin i want something with all these characters from the old like ps1 ps2 spider-man games made by insomniac now and yeah. just their flair and their spin and like that'd be so cool because i that was my favorite back in the day like those spider-man games were so much Fun, as bad as some of them are like they're 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 difficult to go back and play now but uh like uh, they're they were just so much fun so yeah to give those um those games or at least those characters to insomniac now to like implement into like whatever spider-man 2 or you know any subsequent sequels here turn into i'd be stoked for that like i want to see a wider range of villains now and because like the villains in spider-man were were cool but what it was like kingpin um and uh wow why did i just totally blank i even beat this game see that's why i don't beat games because i don't remember them anyways <laughs> what's the point of beating them if i never remember the story anyways i also don't realize i don't want to really spoil some things so there's some cool stuff in there though um and i just wish we could see more of those like fun zany um comic booky yeah villains in there now and then some of the next ones um remember back when one of the what what, what spider-man game was it that came out and it came out around the same time as the Tony Hawk game. And you could play as Spider-Man and Tony Hawk pro skater. Things are on PS one. You could play as Spider-Man, Tony Hawk pro skater two or something like that. Cause there was like a, some Spider-Man game that came out on PS one and they were both made by Neversoft. Uh, I don't remember. I remember yeah. that you can play as Darth Maul. And that's Tony Hawk two. Let's see. Yeah. So there was, it was actually just called Spider-Man in 2000 on PlayStation one. 
Uh, and yeah, so it was made by Activision and Neversoft. And so because of that, you know, Neversoft is the same developer that made Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I think it was Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. You could uh, unlock them. You could unlock them in game or I always just use cheat codes. You know, you do a certain button combination and then you had Spider-Man. It's like, yeah. this is so cool. I'm skate- skateboarding as Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Cool. Well, thank you guys so much for listening again this week. Uh, we so, so appreciate you guys uh, listening each and every week, watching our videos. Um, yeah, thank you so much for, uh, yeah, I've been watching the downloads. The downloads have been been great. I, I just We just have such a loyal fan base sticking with us even through everything. And then, uh, yeah, looking at like just YouTube videos from last week. Thanks for all the, the thumbs up and, and, and views over there too. Because uh, during this time, I know that people are busy, people are distracted, people are, some people are working, some people aren't. This is kind of so crazy with everything going on in the world today, the protest with COVID, with everything else. So thanks for taking some time out of your day to come listen to our podcast. Um, and if you can spare just another minute or two, if you wouldn't mind going over to iTunes and reviewing us over there, giving us a rating, that would be uh, fantastic. It'd be very much appreciated. Um, remember, you can check us out at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Uh, if you want to support us just a dollar a month, you can get stuff ad-free and early. Uh, and then supergamerways.com slash store. You can get some merch over there. Uh, we got some cool mugs. We got t-shirts. We got phone cases. We got whatever you want, stickers. Uh, we're, we're just complete sellouts and, uh, you know, totally selling our, no, it's not true. I made every piece of that merch. So you enjoy it. Cause I worked hard on it. Um, and, uh, yeah, during the week, you can find us at supergamerboys.com, at supergamerboys on Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash supergamerboys. I am on Twitter at gmorlang, and Zetch is over on Instagram at, uh, at Zetch Keenan and at nerd underscore dads. Yeah. Go but check him out. I haven't posted in a while. So, yeah, understandably so. Yeah. You can also check, really... me out. You can check me out on TikTok at nerd dad Zetch. Mm. For all you TikTokers out there. TikTok you have some is... fun TikToks. I do enjoy them. You always put them up as like your Instagram story. And I'm like, oh, I follow you on Instagram, but I feel like I don't follow that many people, but I never see your stuff for some reason. So I need, granted, you I don't go on TikTok very often either. I like never go over to TikTok. But um, when I do, I always see like these other people. So I need to go on your page and flip yeah. through all your. Check out my good TikTok, stuff. You have some fun stuff. It's fun. Thank you so much to Star Andrews for our logo. Check her out on Instagram at Ground Floor Graphics and Facebook.com slash Ground Floor Graphics. And uh, that is the end of the show. So thank you so much, Zetch, for uh, joining us. It's been a while since I've done a show with you because uh, you were off last week, the week before we took off. And then the yeah. week before that, I was in San Diego. Or no. So, oh, I had all my crazy stuff going on in my life. So yeah, it was good to do a show with you. Good to see you. And uh Yeah, thank you guys all for listening. We will catch you all a flippity flop.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.